going on, everybody? We're back with another episode of Clutch Picks. We have a new member joining us today. Michael Anderson is on the show, brother of Jason Anderson. So he is a football player. He knows what he's talking about. He also had a nice week this week betting. Everybody did here. I know Jason had a nice week. Corey, uh, I think, made the lesser of all value pick. was rounding out about half a unit up. Uh, Everybody else was five units. Corey, I know we have a long slate today. And, you know, Michael will be chiming in to give his input on games. So let's get into it. Let's talk about the slate coming up. Yeah, we got, a, obviously, like you said, a monster week here. So, you know, this one, we're going to try to keep it as short as we can, not expecting much. Um, Jock, good job there on the intro. So we have a different format today. With Nico being out, what we're going to do is if Minnie wants to take a game, if Michael, you call him Minnie Mick, you're going to hear a lot of different nicknames for him today. If he wants to take a game, what we're going to do is just let him uh, speak over us and say, hey, I want this one. Give me this one. So, Minnie, don't be afraid. Tell us to shut the fuck up. Do what you got to do. And, uh, and get some of the games you like in here. I know we already got you down for your lock of the week. So that being said, we know what's up first, Jock. Thursday night fucking football, your specialty. Right now, it is the, obviously not fucking right now, the Thursday night game is Kansas City at Los Angeles Chargers. Right now, Kansas City is minus four. Over-under is 51. You get it 50 and a half in BetMGM if you're interested in that. Jock, go ahead. Yeah, the Chiefs are starting to finally look like that playoff team we all expected them to be after that beat town they put on uh, the Raiders this past week. You know, and everything looks like it's clicking. You know, it, we're kind of still waiting on the Tyreek Hill and the Kelsey connection to happen. And I I think if there's a week that it happens, it's it's this week. I see points galore in this one. I think the public will be heavy on the under on the over, excuse me, and I'm going to ride with the public. I think this total goes way over, and I also think the Chiefs win the game. But my main play is going to be the over in this one, just because the Chiefs look so good on offense right now. And the Chargers do also have a little firepower as well on offense, and that defense really doesn't you know, stand out to me. So I'm going to go with the over points on this one. You can lock that in for your Thursday night play. So- I'm looking at this one as a little of a redemption game here for Kansas City. I mean, the Chargers, they beat the Chiefs earlier in the season an arrowhead and a nail biter. I don't see the Chargers sweeping the Chiefs. I think the uh, Chiefs win this one by a touchdown. Yeah, Jay, I totally agree with you. I think my days of fading the Chiefs, we all know in the beginning of the season, I made a lot of money fading the Chiefs. My days of fading the Chiefs are officially over. I'm taking the Chiefs minus four here. Uh, I just think that with their defense playing the way they currently are, you, you can't blame anybody for taking the Chiefs only minus four here. So that's my play. I like the over and the Chiefs minus four. I think both the offenses are very high-powered, but I just don't think the Chargers or Justin Herbert can match what the Chiefs are bringing offensively. And like Jock said, the connection between Tyree Kale and Travis Kelsey with Patrick Mahomes really hasn't started clicking like it did the past year. So once that does start clicking, I think they're going to be unstoppable. Minnie, look at you go, buddy. Nice job, pal. I'm going to be on the over, too, just because you're on it. You know, just your first pick, your first play, I'm tailing you. Next game up, I'm going to take it. Unless you want it, Minnie, don't be afraid. We got Las Vegas at Cleveland. Right now, I'll take Cleveland. It. Okay. Right now, Cleveland is minus six. Over under is only 42. Uh, I'm, I could guess what you're going to be on here, but go ahead and let me know what you like. Uh, I am all over Cleveland. Even though I think Baker Mayfield stinks, the Browns did not have a very good rushing attack last week compared to weeks prior. 
And I think Nick Chubb will go over for 120 yards rushing one or two scores this week. And I think they're going to beat the shit out of the Raiders. Yeah, Nick, I'm with you. I mean, I got Nick Chubb in my fantasy league and he really shit the bed this week. First Chuck, we're in a big matchup here. You know, the quarter semifinals uh, winner goes to the, to the big dance and Nick Chubb shit down his leg and Kelsey and Hill shit down their leg. I got all three of those guys. So I'm going to stay a little optimistic here. I think Nick Chubb's going to find his groove here and the Browns are going to find a way to win this game. The Raiders they are done. Season's over. Jason, Minnie, I'm I'm going to be saying this a lot. I feel like I'm just going to be be tailing you guys. This is kind of an easy play for me. You know, everybody knows if this was in the black hole in Vegas, I would have a tough time, a tough time not taking the Raiders plus points at home. Minnie, you're totally right. I think the Browns are just going to get out there and run the fuck over these guys. Raiders defense is obviously shitting the bed uh, more than not. So I am all over the the Browns here for sure. No doubt. Nice pick guys. I'm actually going to take a turn here. It's not going to be the most, you know, the most prevalent play of, of this week for me, but I'm looking at the stats here and I think I'm going to go with the Vegas Raiders here. I think this, this number here, you know, they're two and five. The Browns are they're two and five covering the spread at home. And that's not a very good number. And I don't like betting behind bad trends. Yeah, if they're not covering spreads at home, you're not going to cover spreads at all. So I'm going to take the Raiders. I know they just got their ass whooped, but I'll take I'll take a shot at them here. So the stupidity begins. So it begins, baby. Here we go. Let's get into it. Uh, Jay, I know you're going to have a lot of shit to say to me about this next game, but I think it's going to be helpful and you might save me some money. So obviously that being said, next game up, we have the New England Patriots. At the Indianapolis Colts right now, Colts are minus two and a half, minus two. Uh, This is, I I know this for a fact, along with the Vegas game, this is a Saturday night game. I'm coming home this weekend, so I'll be able to watch this one with you guys. I can't wait. I'm obviously going to be drunk. Jock, you can comment on that, whatever you want to do. Over-unders at 45 and a half. Jay, start us off. I think this is probably going to be the game of the week. I mean, whether you look at Sunday's games or Saturday's games, this is absolutely the best game of them all. I think the Colts, they have enough balance on offense to keep New England on its heels. And, you know, New England, they run a similar style defense to Miami, so, you know, I watch it a lot. And they really – their defense thrives when they're ahead in games and they're able to tee off and, you know, rush the quarterback and shit like that. So if the Colts could establish a run game and keep them off balance and barely get the play action going, I think they could beat New England because they need this win way more than New England does. But I think the play is probably – I think New England's getting three, right? Uh, correct. It's two and a half right now. So if that moves up to three, I feel like that's a obviously a, a, a good pick. If you get I'll the probably – Probably play a couple dollars on New England. Um, I could see either team winning this game. One you just want to watch because it's going to be a physical matchup. I think it's just going to come down to the Colts running game and that O-line Quentin Nelson creating some holes up front for Jonathan Taylor. I think if Jonathan Taylor and that O-line can get the get the ball moving, run for a lot of yards, then the Steelers, uh, Patriots are going to be in for a long night. But uh, the Patriots find a way to stop the run, which they most likely will because they got Bill Belichick, a lot of stout DNs and linebackers. Uh, the Colts will be in for a long night. So with that being said, I'm going with the under since both these teams like to run the ball. And I can't – I don't like either team enough because the defenses are both good. Corey, I'm going to date back to 2010 for this analysis here. Okay, okay. Since 2010 all the way to t- 2018, 
New England has beaten them eight straight times. Wow. Beaten the Colts eight straight times. And the over is hit in that game eight straight times. Wow. So I, I know you're a trend guy. I know you're a trend guy. I know you like betting with that. So, um, you know, I'm I'm usually the guy to bet the opposite. But, you know, you kind of convinced me this season, you know, bet with the trend. So I'm going to go New England. I'll take them to cover. And I'm also going to take the over in this one. I know it's not going to be a, a great play. I know public will probably be on the under in this one, expecting Bill Belichick defense. I'm taking the over. I'm going to fade the public on that one. And I'm also going to take the Patriots to win the game. Yeah, I'm going to let you guys – I'm going to open this up for a discussion at me after this one because I feel I like everyone chime knows. in real quick, Corey. Yep, one more go thing, ahead. Go I, ahead know, go I ahead. know you're going to go on a rant about the Colts. I just feel like both of these quarterbacks, you know, it comes down to who has less mistakes. Each position possession for each team has to end in a kick. Yeah. If Carson Wentz starts turning the ball over, the Colts are fucked. And if Mac Jones starts doing rookie-like things, the Patriots are fucked. So let's just end the possessions with a kick. That's all I got to say. Yeah, there's, there is definitely a, a lot. Or a lot that, that's a great point. A lot riding on the quarterbacks in this game. I hope that, uh, you know, Carson Wentz, I think he's only really had, like, I don't even want to say a bad game. The only, the only bad game that he really had was a second game against the Titans. And if you think about it, if that was an interception, that was a safety. That game's over. So in a way, you know, it was probably the smarter play. It got us into overtime. But, Jay, you, you make perfect sense. I think there's three teams that if you ask any any head coach right now in the NFL, three teams they don't want to play, maybe four. But the, the top three that I think of, Patriots, Dolphins, Colts. So I'm expecting a great fucking game here. I can't wait to watch it. Like I said, I know I'm going to be with you guys. As a fan, I said I don't bet these games if I don't think the Colts are going to cover. I actually don't think the Colts are going to cover, but I'm going to bet this game because – I just want to be that much more excited about it when I, when I'm sitting there with you guys. So Jock, go ahead. I see you pointing at me. Yeah. I just want to, you know, I just want to talk to the ability and, you know, the scheme of the Patriots being able to run the football. I know they played in that monsoon, that windiness. Uh, I know, you know, Jason played a lot of football. Michael Anderson plays a lot of football. So I want to ask you guys how well, you know, has Bill Belichick helped, the Patriots move the football, establishing the run game. You know, what do you guys see scheme wise? How good is that offense uh, up front? A lot of unbalanced sets, and they're running it to the weak side, just either looking like they're trying to outflank it and they're going the other way. You don't know which way they're going. It's kind of just a numbers game where they're going against the grain sometimes, and defenses can't get a beat on it. Yeah, another thing I'm noticing is they're bringing in a they're bringing in a sixth offensive lineman. A lot of teams in the league aren't deep enough up front to do, and they're doing it effectively, and they're dominating teams up front while bringing in that sixth offensive lineman. Doc, and that's else? the shit you don't go. That's the shit you don't get from other podcasts. <laughs> I, I'm I'm really looking forward to this game. I, I'm fucking excited. I think Jay, like you said, I think this is gonna be a game of the week. You got two hot teams playing real good football right now, getting down and dirty running the damn fucking ball. I, I'm very excited just to watch this one. Colts, if we go three and one, have like a 98% chance to, to make playoffs. So like you said, they need to win this game. So let, let's hope that Frank Reich and everybody else understands that in that, in that room and, and they, they bring home a nice dub this week. So moving on, Jay, we got you up next. We have Arizona at Detroit. Right now, Arizona's minus 14. Away favorites by 14 points. Over-under is 47.5, stagnant across the board. Jay, you're probably not going to have much to say because I know you're going to hate this game too, so go ahead. 
I definitely don't like it, but <clears throat> I mean, I guess there's nothing wrong with playing a little bit on the Cardinals minus 14. They're obviously the way better team. They're better in probably every single position besides maybe a hand a position or two on the offensive line. So I think, you know, a half a unit on uh, Arizona minus 14 isn't the worst thing in the world to do. The Lions are absolutely horrible. So whoever they're playing, no matter what the team, no matter what the spread, you got to bet against them. So I'm on Arizona <laughs> minus 14. And team total over. I don't even know what it is, but over Arizona team total. If I'm not mistaken, I believe Arizona is number one in the league when it comes to covering spreads. Not so after – not after the Packers game. Now Packers are number one. It all depends on what happens tonight. Cardinals, Rams. Okay, Green, so they're, they're Bay, a top team. Green Bay, Dallas is number two now at ten and three. Arizona followed at nine and three, and then New England at nine and four. But then Detroit, Detroit is right there as well. They're covering. You know, they're eight and five as well. So they're top five in covering spreads. I don't have much to say about this game. I'm going to take Connor to get in the end zone twice probably my only play i feel like you know they're going to get down towards the end zone a couple times and let that man just do his thing so that's where i'm at not much more for me to say so next game be careful up. be careful on that connor's pick what's his name chase edmonds just got back from the ir so oh okay going down yeah that might yeah that might change some things okay jay well there you go i'm not taking that uh so basically i have no play for that game at all uh it's gonna be a fucking blowout a shit show so i'm gonna save my money regardless if that Cardinals lines comes down to 13 and a half, I think you get 13 and a half on MGM right now. I'll probably sprinkle a little on that, but we'll see. So next game up, Jock, we're going to you. Minnie, I feel like you might like this one. We have Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants. Right now, Cowboys are minus 10 and a half, minus 10 in DraftKings. Over-unders 45 and a half, 45, 44 and a half, all over the fucking place. Uh, Jock, fill us in. I feel like these, these divisional matchups are – I feel like the under has just been coming in at a rapid pace. You know, a lot, a lot of me right now says to take the under. I know the Giants offense has been stuck in the mud. I know Dallas has the ability to light up the scoreboard, but we're really not seeing that that that, that often. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I like the under in this play, and I think it's going to come in. Uh, so I'm going to play a little bit on the under here. I think 10.5 is too much. Uh, for for the Cowboys in this one, I think this is just going to be a close divisional game. I think ten and a half is too much. I think the hook is what's going to get them. So I'm also going to take the Giants here with the points, and that's why I'm rolling on this one. I got the unders my number one play, and plus the Giants with the points. Jock, looking at this, I mean, I, I think I agree with you. I think the only play here is the under. I mean, Dak Prescott, he's been struggling a little bit. They and the Giants' defense—it's—it's it's nothing. Like it's not a joke. They could—they can hold Dallas to under thirty points or whatever. I could see the game being like a thirty-one ten game. So I think the forty-four and a half is like a really—it's a great number to take the under on. Just a game I'm not really interested in, but I'm definitely going to hit this under. Uh, the Giants' offense, as of late, been atrocious since Daniel Jones has been out. I mean, I think he stinks too, but this Dallas defense is not very good. Kind of been stuck in the mud lately, so I'm going to be taking the Giants plus ten and a half. Even though I think the Giants are not very good on either side of the ball, I just think ten and a half is too much for the Dallas Cowboys on the road in a divisional game. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to take here. Um, kind of a similar one. I feel like at at this point in this season, I made a lot of money earlier on, and I'm just not seeing the board like I was up until like week week ten. Maybe I, I think I, I lost a couple bets and. 
I've kind of shied away from some of these high point underdogs until last week. I tried it again and look what the fuck happened. I, I only made 50. I think I had almost, I'm not even going to say I had a, a shit ton of money out and I, I ended up making half a unit, but only because the favorites came through for me towards the end of the day, but everything else, I was on the high point underdogs. I was on giants. I was on lions. I was on Jags. It just did not work out for me. This is one of those that I'm just going to stay the fuck away from. Probably watch it though. Cause the Colts game's obviously Saturday night, so at least it's something for me to tune into in that 1 o'clock slate. So uh, next game up, we have Tennessee Titans at Pittsburgh Steelers. Tennessee right now is minus 2. The over-under is only 41.5. I'm, this is my game. I actually really like the Titans minus 2 here. I think, you know, the Titans had a healthy O-line for uh, the first six minutes of their game Sunday, and then... I forget who it was, but one of their guards went down, I'm pretty sure, again. I think the Steelers are going to be hungry coming off that horrible loss to the Vikings. Chase Claypool, that fucking idiot, Chase Claypool, celebrating with 30 seconds left. Hopefully he figures it the fuck out before he gets dropped by his team. I mean, at, at that rate, how do, you, how do you not try to have him limit snaps? Like, how do you, Minnie and Jason, how do you watch that and, un, like, as football players, how do you sit there and justify that in any means with 30 seconds left on the clock? I don't understand. I'm probably going to take Titans minus two just because the Steelers can't get out of their own fucking way. So I'm going to take Muth, Frymuth, anytime touchdown score too. I really like him a lot. So I'm going to speak to him to get in. I'm not touching this game. The Steelers, they let me down twice big this year. And Corey, like you had mentioned about Chase Claypool, I mean, it seems like there's not that true – um, togetherness that the Steelers usually have yeah. like 11 hats to the football, everyone playing together, everyone just being about the team, a lot of selfish guys on the Steelers. And, and that just starts with um, the head coach. So he's got to figure that one out and they're going to need another year to reboot this thing. I think the Steelers are running out of gas here. Big Ben's on his last leg. I think you're going to see them spiral out of control here and lose the next couple of games down the stretch. Corey, I don't call trap game too often. But I'm calling trap game on this one. I know when I'm walking myself into a tough one, that spread is just too tight for me to pick a side on this one. I'm not betting with Big Ben in that broken locker room. And I don't really like betting without Derrick Henry. So I'm staying away from this one. No real value for me. Yeah, I know Nico will be watching it. So uh, I hope the Titans win for him. It makes total sense to me, actually, too. So. If this wasn't one of the games I assigned myself, I probably would not touch it, but I'm going to be on Titans. I, the more that I think about it, I think that that's probably the play here for sure. So I'll be on Steelers money line. Actually, Ooh. I, uh, big Ben is showing his age a little bit. Jake Clay, chase Claypool made a huge mistake last week, celebrating in the last seconds of the game and cost his team a lot of time. But I believe in Mike Tomlin to bring this group together and get a win versus a Titans team. That's been struggling ever since Derrick Henry got hurt. The O line is not very good. They have a lot of injuries, the running game is horrible, partially because of Derrick Henry, partially because of that O-line. Ryan Tannehill isn't doing anything without an incredible running game. A.J. Brown's hurt. Julio Jones is coming back from injury. I think that uh, both teams have been struggling, but I believe in Mike Tomlin to get the win. Nice, mini. Okay. Even Mike Tomlin, too, since Derrick Henry's walked away here. I know our buddy Nico's a big Titans fan. You know, you like to see them do well, like to see your buddies celebrating on a Sunday after their team wins. But not so much on this one, especially when uh, – Mike Rabel acts the way he does in interviews. He thinks he's a big fucking hard-ass tough guy. I don't really care for him. I think the Steelers, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Fuck the Titans, more so because of Ryan Tannehill, though. 
the Dolphins hate to Ryan Tannehill is so strong with you still. I mean, it's just something I look forward to every week. I got to make a fucking joke. He's a joke. dude. (laughs) Seriously. He's, he's not, people were saying he was a top 10 quarterback last year because Henry was running for 2000 yards. You take him away. I don't even think you could put him in the top 20 right now. Definitely not playing. Like terrible. You won't terrible. get a you won't get a disagreement out of me. But I'm also a Colts fan, so I don't know how far that one goes either. Fucking Jason, terrible. I I had I had Winston rated over him before Winston got hurt. I don't blame him. He's not good. So we'll see if the Titans can get healthy here. I mean, they're definitely a force in the AFC. I mean, there's no question about that. But yeah, yeah. until then, I think it's it's smart to just say the Titans they're a work in progress right now on the injury report. And until then. They're not at full, they're not going to win. All right. I mean, I, I, you will, like I said, you will not get a disagreement out of me. So, uh, Jock, moving on, you are up next. Ship Bowl game of the week. I'm calling it right now. This is not up for discussion. This is the Ship Bowl game of the week. Um, we have the Houston Texans at the Jacksonville Jaguars divisional game. Jags right now are minus three. The Jaguars are favorites in a fucking football game. Over under is 41. 40 and a half, not moving that much. Uh, you could probably see that settle around 40 and a half. Maybe, like I said, 41, not sure. I got to make another drink. Jock, this is your game. Go ahead, walk us through it. I'll be right back. Yeah, it, this is interesting. Uh, I don't know how the Jags are favored in this game because I think they have franchise problems. I don't think they have roster problems. I think it runs deep into that front office. I think there's moves to be made. Uh, this is such a broken team. And I just don't see how anybody right now could bet with the Jags. I know it's not glorious to bet with the Texans, and they need to make some stuff, make some moves as well. But I feel like they're just a more complete team right now. It's tough to say that, but you know, everything going on with Urban Meyer and the questions going on, and he's he's still in the media, but it, he just hasn't been able to clear his name up after the whole, you know, sticking his hand down some girl's pants or whatever the fuck he did. It's just. It's a bad situation. So I'm going to go with the Houston Texans money line in this one. I think there's some pretty good value. Um, So I'm just going to roll with them. I think Jacksonville took this first meeting between the two of them. So the only play here would probably be Houston to win the game. But I'm probably not going to put anything on it. Both of these teams, they're a long way from getting any type of, you know, public attention. So I'm going to kind of do the same thing when it comes to putting money on them. But if you're really dying to put money on this game, I'd probably go Houston to win it. I'd agree. I would have to go Houston money line as well. And it's simply because of Urban Meyer's ignorance. Uh, there's a uh, press conference today and he was, they were talking about one guy's playing time. And uh, he said, he said that the player was getting a lot more snaps than he has in weeks previous. And he played zero snaps that week. I saw he, that. I saw that. Yeah. He doesn't even know what's going on on the field with his own players. So I can't trust him to win a game versus the second worst team in the NFL. So I'm going Texans money line. We have a plus. Yeah, okay. Okay. Beforehand, Jock, you said the V word, so you know what I'm going to take. Get your mind out of the gutter, people. It's value. Okay. The V word is value. All right. Relax there, guys. We know what I'm on. So I'm officially calling this an underdog money line kiss of death. Texans money line all the way. Take it to the fucking moon. I'm going to refinance the car, everything. This, uh, this is going to be probably my biggest play of the week. I think the Texans are going to win this game. Many, like you said, mostly because of Urban Meyer. Fuck that guy. I used to like him in college. Arguably one of the worst coaches this year behind that shitball fucking, uh, what's his face? Matt Nagy. Yeah, yeah Matt fu- Nagy. Fuck that, that guy. That sleaze ball. 
Easy for me. Absolutely. Texas money line. Probably, probably going to be uh, one of my biggest plays of the week for sure. No doubt. Nice. Nice. I can't. Wow. That, that was kind of a surprise to me. I thought someone was going to be on Jags there. So, okay. Next game up mini. I'm assigning you this one because it's a tough one and I don't want to talk about it. And it, it has my name next to it. So we have San Francisco. I'm sorry, Atlanta at San Francisco right now. San Francisco is minus eight and a half over under 46. What are you thinking, Minnie? I don't really like this game, but I'll have to go Falcons <laughs> plus eight and a half. 49ers like to run the ball a lot. And last week they were not successful with that, with Earl Mitchell being injured with the concussion. But uh, if he comes back, they might be able to get the run game going a little better. But the uh, Falcons offense is still very good. They have a good air attack. Don't have a very good rushing game. But uh, I think their air attack will keep them in this one. So I'm going to take the Falcons plus eight and a half. I'm not touching this one either. I think you can, I might, you know, do a little teaser maybe with San Francisco or maybe put them in a little money line parlay that I like to do every week. That's as far as I'll probably go with this one. I really am just pleased with the way San Francisco's come along lately. I said it early in the year. I say it on this show just about every week. I said, this fucking team's good. I'm shocked they're not winning games. They're physical. They got an efficient quarterback, and they got, in my opinion, a top-five coach in the NFL. And I think they're going to most likely win this game by more than eight points, but I'm probably not going to do it. So I'll just do the money line thing. Yeah, the only reason that I even sent this one to Minnie is because, like I said, I don't don't know what the fuck I'm going to take here. I'm probably going to have a little same-game parlay with it's going to be Corderell anytime, Cordero, however the fuck you say his name. And then maybe bump the Falcons line up, but I don't know. That's still so sketchy. So all in all, I'll tell you right now, I'm just going to stay away from this game. I'm not going to waste my money. I've been trying too hard recently to hit some of these plays that I'm not really sure of. And this would just lead me to that. So I'm staying away from this game. hundred percent. Not a bad idea for a Kyle Pitts anytime touch on score. I know uh, San Francisco, they really, they had no problem leaving receivers isolated uh, one-on-one. I mean, I watched them play Green Bay. I mean, they left Devontae Adams out there one-on-one on an island on the backside of, to the boundary like three or four times in the game. He smoked them every time, and they didn't do anything about it. And I think Atlanta could do a similar thing with Kyle Pitts, throw him a couple jump balls in the red zone. I think he'll pull one down in the end zone. God damn it. I wasn't going to fucking waste my money on this game. But, Jay, you know I love Kyle Pitts, dude. I love the way he plays football. He's so just uh, – I don't know. I just, I just like the guy. I, I think he's a great football player. So, yep, sure. Kyle Pitts, anytime touchdown score. I'm with you, Jay. Whatever. Yep. Go ahead. Waste some more money for me. Nice. Thanks, buddy. We're going right back to you anyway. So, let's see if you can. Uh... Many, many didn't talk on this one. Did he? Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Many, I didn't. Many they did. did. I didn't say Jesus. shit. Go ahead, Jack. Didn't Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Um, so glad you guys fucking like me so much. <laughs> yeah, my pick in this one is going to be the under. Uh, I always have I always have a play that's usually a game, you know, where you're playing against the clock. And I think this is the game that I think the Niners could establish the line of scrimmage, you know, with that run game, be physical up front and establish it. You know, when they're running, that clock's going. So I'm going to take the under in this one. I know the Falcons do have a threat you know, to beat in the air, but they're still struggling to put up points. That offense still really hasn't lit up the scoreboard yet. They're still averaging under 20 points a game. I'm taking the under in this one. I think the the Niners will literally run away with this one. Okay, well, 
I'm, it's good we didn't leave you out because I thought that was actually pretty pretty insightful. So, Jay, you're up next. We have Seattle at the Los Angeles Rams. Good number. Good number all around. Right now, it's minus six and a half Rams. Over under is 47 and a half. This, this is a good game. Uh, and I know they already played Rams, I think, one by nine points. That was one of my locks of the week earlier in the season, actually. I specifically remember because it was the first game I went to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch. I had a lot of money on. I started freaking out, and now I'm best friends with all the bartenders. So, Jay, go ahead. What do you got? Well, I think I found my tease partner. I forget who the fuck else I said I was going to tease. Who was the other game I said I'm teasing? I think it was I already fr- the last one, wasn't it? San Fran? No. Minus eight and a half? Yeah, I think it was. I think it, <laughs> it was. was the last one. It was the so, last yeah, game. <laughs> I, I, I think I already found my tease partner here. I like the Rams. Six-point teaser here. I mean, we'll see what for the Rams play the fucking Cardinals. So we'll keep an eye here on some injuries, see what the hell happens. But uh, I think the Rams ought to play here. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you here. I think that number is the, the perfect number. I think the Rams are going to win by seven, barring no missed extra points. So I'm with you here, buddy. I think uh, that's a smart pick. Um, although Seattle is starting to, starting to play some, some good football again. So I'm a little scared, but I will sprinkle probably half a unit on Rams minus six and a half. Whatever the hell Matt Stafford's passing yards is, I'll be going on the over. How many times you watch uh, Seattle? It's just like big play after big play. So I expect the Rams to be able to take their shots and kill them over the middle and hit some home runs. For this game, I don't like either team. I like DK Metcalf anytime touchdown score, especially if Jalen Ramsey is still going to be out with COVID. Kind of had a slow week, uh, slow week last week. So he only had like 40 yards receiving. So I expect him to bounce back with the big game versus the Rams, especially if they're missing Jalen Ramsey. So I'll be taking him anytime touchdown score. Yeah, Corey, I think you smell like goat cheese, and uh, it it's <laughs> just uh, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, this is going to be uh, a stinky play, and I'm not going to play it. I'm not touching it. This is uh, the Corey smells like goat cheese pick of the week. So stay the fuck away from Beats this game. Fucking Christ! <laughs> Everybody, keep in mind that that Jock is the only one on our team here that has. Under 50% on the locks of the week. You knew I was going to bring it up, Jock. If you just kept your mouth shut, you knew I, I wouldn't say anything. But the only He kid, said you fucking stink. I know. I know. Corey, Corey uh, has found a, a newfound love. That's why he's been slacking on his locks. He's found a newfound love. So he's been more focused on vagina rather whoa, than whoa, rather whoa, than whoa. NFL football. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That is... Not something I'm going to deny. Moving on, we have um, New Orleans at Tampa Bay. Jock, this is your game. Uh, a massive, massive spread here. We have Tampa Bay minus 11, minus 10 and a half. Over-under is 46 and a half. I'm probably going to stay far the fuck away from this one, Jock. So go ahead. What do you think? OMG, this is going to be bad. This is going to be so, so bad. I feel so sorry for those Saints. They're going to get their asshole ripped apart. Tom Brady, Tom Brady is literally going to fist the Saints. We have reached the point in the night where Jock does not give a fuck anymore, just so everybody yeah. knows. There's always one point, and it just happened. Seriously, this is going to be fucking terrible. I, I'm sitting here thinking about the final score, and I really think we might only score like 17 points. I'm thinking the final score might be 42 to 17. So I, if, I were, if, I, if I were a better listening to this, 
definitely do not put any money on the Saints. Put I don't care if it's props, anything. Just put it all on the Bucks. Don't touch the fucking Saints. Yeah, Jockey came on here for about a month and said the Saints are not going to win a game till about the middle of December, and they just won that game versus the fucking Jets. And I think now it's really going to go into full-blown tank, we suck dick mode for the Saints because they have no quarterback. They got nothing. I take back everything I said about their defense. Their defense really hasn't been all that great. I know they caught the injury bug a little bit, but it doesn't matter. Tom Brady's coming back for redemption. They fucking beat their ass again in the regular season in the Mercedes Superdome. Caesars. So we'll, Caesar Dome. I, so we'll see what the hell happens. They just changed the name to Caesar Dome within the past year, I think. It'll always be the Superdome for me. So uh, The Pleasure yeah, Dome. I'll, I'll roll with uh, Tampa Bay here, the GOAT. Fuck the Saints. Jay, I couldn't have said it better. Uh, I think this comes down to the Buccaneers kicking the snot out of the Saints just because the Saints kicked the snot out of them earlier this year. And now they're going to go to Tampa Bay, and Tom's going to show them how the fuck to play football. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not taking this game. I just want to add in that the Saints fucking suck. Fuck you, Jock. Uh, that's for calling me stinky. Uh, the Saint, Saints are horrible. Got to be in the bottom five teams in the league right now. I won't get a disagreement out of anybody. So, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm going to be on Tampa Bay out of spite. Thank you, Charles. All right. So for our la- this is our last game before our locks of the week. Uh, so right now, Jay, it's yours. We have. Another shit bowl. We have the Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. Right now, Minnesota's minus four, minus three and a half in DraftKings, minus four in FanDuel. Over-unders 43 and a half in FanDuel, 44 in DraftKings. Look like that's looks like that's gonna settle around 44. Uh Jay, go ahead, walk us through it. Oh my god. I I mean, I guess you gotta take the Bears here because the Vikings are always in a nail biter. I mean, they almost blew a 29-point lead in one quarter versus Pittsburgh last week. So I, I can't trust the Vikings to cover any spreads or win a game by more than a field goal. The Bears are the proper play here. I know they stink and whatnot, but it is the pros. They're not going to come out and lay a beat down on Chicago, especially on their home field. I don't see that happening. Does anybody want to guess the word that's going to come out of my mouth? It starts with a V, Five, four, three, two, one. Value. value. I'm taking the Bears money line. Oh, baby, Bears money line. Value all the fucking way. Another big play for Corey. Bears at home. Vikings are not going to win this game. They play like shit. Pirtle, your team sucks. I still hate the Panthers a lot more. But that being said, I actually don't hate the Vikings, but I don't think they're going to win this game. I think Bears at home. Matt Nagy's going to pull something out of his ass. They got smoked, and he goes, yeah, well, I had a lot of fun. You lost by 15. Uh, You were winning at halftime. No excuse. Bears money line's a value play here, and I'm going to be on it probably half a unit. I could not disagree more. (laughs) Uh, I got the Vikings all the way here. Uh, I think Justin Fields and the Bears, they had, they gave everything they had last week to the Packers, and when the backer, Packers just turned the game around and started kicking the shit out of them, I think it completely took away all their confidence for the rest of the season. Uh, I think they're going to get demoralized versus the Vikings next week. The offense is just too good, and the Bears' offense is just too bad. After I just complimented you, Minnie said you were doing well. You come out here and said, <laughs> you're fucking wrong. <laughs> Everybody knows I hate that sex box, Nagy. Uh, he... <laughs> He definitely does not stink. He's he's a handsome son of a bitch. Yeah, but he he's just a total fucking sex box. And you know, I'll never be able to bet with that fucking douchebag. Uh so I'm going to take the Vikings in this one. I know Mike Zimmer's no not any better looking. He or Mike he looks like a fucking used condom Mike Zimmer. Oh my but, god. 
fine. If you get if you get through the first half hour of these podcasts, all it is is Jock just making fun of people. <laughs> it, it's just fucking. It's just is a terrible game. But I'm taking the fucking Vikings because Matt Nagy is such a fucking diluted asshole. Oh my god. Okay, well, that was our last game before our lock. Uh, before we get into this, let me just run through the record real quick. Minnie, let's start out with you. Obviously, zero and zero. Looking to move to one and zero this week. Uh, I wanted to introduce you first because it's going to be your first, uh, hopefully not your only, but your first lock. And I love it. I'll, I'll, I'll start with that. Uh, Nico moves up to eight, two and one, even though he couldn't be with us tonight. He get, did give us a lock. So uh, Nico in the lead with. Uh, percentage wise, probably, I think he's just under 80% cause he has that push eight, two and one, uh, Jay, you moved to eight and seven. Cause those fucking Steelers last week, fucked you and fucked me. You saw what I had on that game. So jock three weeks in a row, dude, five and eight, you went from one and seven to five and eight. You're in the last five, you're four, four for five. So keep that going. If we only did the last five, you'd be hitting at 80%. So we're looking to extend that. And, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I almost called this last week. I said it's going to come down to a game-winning drive by Brady. Although it was an overtime, everything else lined up exactly like I said. Tampa Bay covered three and a half, so I moved up to nine and three. Uh, this week, we have some spicy locks for sure. So that being said, now it is time for our locks of the week. We're going to start off with you, uh, my least favorite team in the NFL. We have Carolina Panthers at the Buffalo Bills. Right now, Buffalo is minus 10.5, over-under is 43.5. Go ahead. Keep the streak going, kid. You're killing it. Come on. Yeah, I think Buffalo should be able to handle this no problem. 10.5 after the performance they put on against Brady. This is easy. Easy pickings. The Panthers are totally fucked. Cam Newton, you don't deserve to be on a fucking NFL football field. You came out and said, there's not 32 quarterbacks better than me. Yes, the fuck there is. You <laughs> fucking suck. Yes, the fuck there is. He is so Yeah. There's kids in college that are better than you. Oh, God. I hope I hope he hears this at some point in his life. My God, are you making a fucking mockery of yourself? What a point does he have to prove? Just fucking give it up, man. Jesus Christ. It's all about winning and losing, and you're a fucking loser. And I'll never bet with a loser. Oh, my God. Josh Allen, Josh Allen ain't any better, but he's fucking way better than Cam Newton, so fuck yeah. He's going to beat this chump by probably 21 to 24. Wow. Yeah, okay. Chuck, I'm rolling with you. That son of a bitch, Cam Newton, he fucking sucks. I mean, dude, I have oh a boner God. right now. I'm so he turned sucks. on. Dude, I watched that game. I mean, the Panthers literally have packages to put the backup in when they have to throw the ball. He's not capable of throwing the ball anymore. He legitimately is the worst co- passing quarterback in the entire NFL. And they have a couple dynamic receivers, and they're stuck on the shit and the stick because they got a jackass playing quarterback. I'll take Buffalo here. They're pissed off. I mean, they need a win. I mean, at the same time, I would love to see Carolina beat the Bills because I fucking hate the Bills. But for a money-making aspect, Chuck, I'm wrong where you're locking a pick. You're, you don't stink like Corey smells. 
Yeah, fuck well, Corey, you. Corey has the most wins in the lock of the week column, just so everybody knows. But, Jock, that being said, dude, this is not a stinky play. Everybody knows what I'm going to say. It starts with the fuck and it ends with the Panthers, okay? Fuck the Panthers. I fucking hate the Panthers. The Panthers are my least favorite team in the NFL. The Bills are a close fucking – I mean, they're in there too, especially in the AFC, now that the Colts just moved into that wild card spot. So the last thing I want to see right now is the Bills win. But if the Bills are going to win and it's at the expense of the Panthers, fine. Fuck the Panthers. Fuck Matt Rule. Fuck Matt Rule. Uh, if you like the Panthers, fuck you too. I say it every week. I fucking hate the Panthers. Bills by a million. Bills by four million on Sunday. Fuck the Panthers. Let's go. Yeah, I got, I got the Bills. Uh, Panthers stink. I would take the Bills minus 21. They should kick the shit out of them. It should not even be close to being a close game. Kiss of death. Lock of the week, kiss of death. That's two. We have the Texans money line for the value play, tickling your nutsack. And then we got Bills minus 10 and a half. Jock, great pick. Couldn't agree with it more. Fuck the Panthers. All right, Jason, you're up next. <laughs> I just have to laugh because we all know we all know what's coming. Uh, we have the New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. Right now, Dolphins are minus 8.5. Over-under is at 42, 42.5, 43, moving all over the fucking place. Jay, do you want to tell us who you're taking, as if we don't already know? Listen, I've been on here saying, until the Dolphins let me down, they're going to be my lock of the week. I think it's been four straight times they've played. I've taken them. Might even be five. And yeah, they've covered every single time. It's, it's four or five. You're right. One of them, yeah. And, I mean, they, they're playing great defense, outstanding team defense, fast, greasy fast, a lot of hats to the ball, efficient quarterback play, offensive line's improving. They got one of the best head coaches in the NFL. This is just propelling them for a late playoff push. They're going to sneak in and probably take that seventh spot away from the Colts. I can already envision it happening. Our schedule has it in favor, but it's going to start by whooping the Jets on Sunday, and we're going to cover that spread easily. And Miami has yet to lay a 40-point on the board, 40-point um, beatdown somebody this, this year. And I think this is the weekend where they come out and just beat the fuck out of the Jets. As much as I don't want to see the Dolphins win, obviously, these next couple weeks are going to be shitty for us, Jay and Minnie, uh, because just like last year, we knew that, the last game of the season, you guys needed the Colts to win to get into that wild card. And we were in, I was fucking sitting, sitting in your garage. I was sitting there with Kelly and we had to sit in separate fucking rooms watching the game because you guys were run out and cheering for the fucking Jags last game of the season. Uh, but from a pure Jay, I, I loved what you said earlier in the bills game from a pure money-making standpoint. Uh, the dolphins are the correct pick here for sure. The jets can't figure it the fuck out. Dolphins heating up. Like I said earlier in the podcast, probably, one of the top four, top five teams that you should not want to play right now. They're playing great football. Uh, I, I really hope that, you know, like I said, it, it's going to obviously come down to the wire. If the Colts win Saturday, I will be rooting for the Dolphins Sunday. How about that? Uh, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I love everything Miami's doing right now. They're on a great win streak. Uh, two is playing very efficiently. Uh, receivers are starting to get healthy. Devontae Parker just came back. Defense is playing incredible. And I think that defense is going to give Zach Wilson a really hard time, especially such a young QB, a lot of dynamic and confusing looks. But I am on Miami minus eight and a half, but they have a, they have a COVID going around. So that's kind of scaring me a little bit. So as long as it doesn't impact too many more players, I think they should cover this easily and hopefully they don't lose too many more important guys. Yeah, Corey, I think if, if shit hits the fan with your Colts, I think you should become 
a Jets fan because my God, do they fucking stink? Uh, they you should just you get on. You should just get on with the Jets because they are so, so fucking stinky. I'm gonna rock with the Jets in this one. I'm I gonna shower th- every day. I shower every single day. I'm gonna rock with the Jets <laughs> in this one to cover. Wow. Uh, Mini, that was the first time I saw Minnie react to anything that was. That I was mean, are you shitting me? How can you? Bet- <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? It's like betting with the Lions. If you listen to the fucking show, you would know I have a fuck it play of the week. Yeah, I don't like it when against when it's against the Dolphins, though, buddy. I think this is my fuck it play of the week. This is my Corey stinky play of the week. Yeah, you are the Corey for losing, though, so. Yeah, oh my my, my fuck it play of the week, I think, has only hit once. Uh, okay, moving on. I'm up next. I'm going against the grain of my previous locks. I have the Washington football team at the Philadelphia Eagles. Right now, the Eagles are minus five and a half in FanDuel, minus four in DraftKings. So that line is moving all over the place. But I do not give a fuck because the over-under is 43 and a half. Give me the over. Jalen Hurts, if he's playing, obviously, I think he is, has to go out there and score a lot of fucking points. Gardner Minshew put on a clinic. Run the tape last week. I called. I said, Gardner Minshew is run is on a fucking clinic. I put it in the group chat. I love that guy. One of my biggest PCs in the cards that I collect is Gardner Minshew. I love him. Jalen Hurts has to go out there and prove to everybody that he's not a fucking fluke. He's got to go put up a lot of points. And I'm pretty sure the football team is good for at least 17 to 21 um, I mean, you got Gibson, McLaurin. Someone's going to make a fucking play. Heineke is doing okay. I know he, he, he's he got some stuff going on with, with his hand there, but at the same time, who the fuck was their backup that went in? He didn't look too bad either. I mean, he was moving the ball at the end of the game there. Uh, that being said, I'm on the over. Over 43 and a half is my lock of the week. I don't know about that. I do not, I do not agree. I think with the Eagles run the ball, I think – uh, kill a lot of time. Washington likes to run the ball too because they know Heineke blows. I think it's a recipe for the under just because both teams are starting to run the ball a lot more and they're going to kill a lot of that clock. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I think uh, the Eagles, I mean, both teams know they, they got to lean on their offensive line here, especially Washington because, you know, they they got quarterback injuries and shit. I think and the way the Eagles have linebacker troubles, they're going to feel good about being able to get up to those cocksuckers and move them out of the way and break off some big runs. And the clock's going to be running. So I like the under two. Um, not even busting your balls, Corey. I don't know why the hell you like the over. Um, you could have done way better than that. Whether it hits or not, not your best pick. I only have one thing to say because we had almost the same conversation two weeks ago on the Colts minus, minus nine. We had the same conversation last week on Tampa Bay minus two and a half. So if you guys were agreeing with me, I'm at, I actually feel like I'm in a better place now that I'm getting some disagreements. Okay, and – my my answer to that is you texted the chat Sunday morning and said you're not betting Tampa Bay and then not that's, post it on that's Twitter. That's not what I said. I said don't post it on Twitter. I never said I'm not betting them. You said don't post it on Twitter. So, therefore, you didn't feel too good about it. And the Colts game, I think me and Nico said we were busting your balls anyways and the Colts with a right pick. So, if you want to ride that ship home that you want us to be against you, let's do it. I'm on the under. Okay. Well, let's see if I can go three for three in the past three weeks then. I'm on the under too. Actually, I'm not on the fucking total. Let's Corey, go. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't really care. But if, if I had to pick the total, I'd definitely pick the under because the Eagles have really started to figure out the run game. And Heineke actually is playing fucking horrendous. He is pretty bad. And I'm a Heineke guy. 
so I just don't see a lot of points here, but I, I do think the Eagles do deliver an ass whooping in this one. I think they're the better roster. They're the better team. And Philly's going to be fucking rocking. It might might be some bad weather down here on Saturday. So, you know, that grass field might be a little muddy, a little slippery. So I'm going to go with the ground game and the better offensive line and the better overall football team in the Philadelphia Eagles minus five and the under in this one. Okay. Well, you know, like I said, Jay, you're right. I, I did say not posted on Twitter, but we still did. It was still my lock of the week and it still hit. So why didn't uh, we post it on Twitter? Because I said, no, you yeah, picked because, it. Let's because you said it. no. And then you, you dropped the bomb on bills minus two and a half. I didn't drop. I dropped a free fucking token on it. Okay. Well, either or nine and three. In Corey's my lock, trying to so. come out smelling like Roser's listener. Corey's on a hot streak here. Maybe tailing what is over here. But I just think the run game is we'll going to make it go under. Pick we'll your poison. Thank, thank you for, for clarifying that. That could have gone on for five minutes. So thank you for uh, basically telling me to shut the fuck up. Uh, okay. Nico is up next, Jay. So we already talked. I got Nico. That. Yep. You're filling in for him. So we have the Cincinnati Bengals at the Denver Broncos. Right now, Bengals are plus one and a half. Over-under is 43 and a half. Jay, on Nico's behalf, what are you taking? I, I'm assuming Nico's on Cincinnati here, right? Yep, correct. I think he's thinking, you know, Joe Burrow's pinky's going to be able to get another week to rest and they'll be able to throw the ball a little bit more. I think he thinks that Denver, they're not necessarily dynamic on offense, and it's going to turn into a bit of a shootout here, and the Bengals are going to pull away late, and um, the Bengals are getting a point, right, you said? Did you say the Bengals are getting a point? Yeah, it's one and a half right now. Bengals oh, boy. One and a half. I mean, I think you can go with the point. I mean, I'd probably just bet at money line. Say it. I, I say like the word. Point. Say the word. Take the value play here. Yes. And, you know, take a money line. And, you know, both teams – they're in the the mix of the wild card here. So uh, where, is this game in mile high? I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's at Denver. Oh, so it's a little bit of a disadvantage for Cincinnati, but they got the better quarterback. So um, Cincinnati's the play here. Nice pick Nico. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to tail him for sure. Keep the points. I'd said it last week. He was on his lock last week was Falcons plus three. I said it in the podcast, keep the fucking points. Falcons win the game outright. So that was one of my big winners. Thankfully, one of the only fucking underdogs that hit <laughs> was uh, was thankfully one, one of the ones I was on. So, Jay, uh, I'm with you here. I'm with you, Nico. Cincinnati money line uh, for me feels like a smart play here. I agree. I like Cincinnati money line. I feel like the Broncos are not dynamic enough on offense. And like Jason said, they got the uh, got the better QB, better receiving core, uh, and most likely, and they have the better running back. I think the Broncos have been very effective running the ball but I think that the Bengals offense overall is just going to be too much for them. And they're going to win this game outright pretty easily. Doc's giving me the wave. So uh, we're moving on saving the best for last mini. Here you go, buddy. Your first ever lock of the week on the clutch picks podcast. One that if you didn't take it, I would have, cause I love it so much. We have green Bay Packers at Baltimore right now. Packers are minus five and a half, but you could get them for minus five. In DraftKings, over-under is 43-and-a-half. Stagnant across the board. Fuck, I wish I saw that before I took my lock, but Mini, go ahead. I love the Packers minus five here. Uh, I think the Ravens have been hit with so many injuries and so many important positions and some of their star players that Aaron Rodgers is going to have a field day. Him and Devontae Adams are going to be connecting all day long, and they might kick the shit out of the Ravens, especially with Lamar Jackson now dealing with an ankle sprain. He won't be able to move around the pocket or do those QB runs like he usually does. So that's going to be taken out of their game plan for the Ravens. 
And uh, the Packers' defense is playing outstanding right now. And if you have to rely on Lamar Jackson to throw the ball to keep you in the game, it's a recipe for disaster. And I, I got the uh, Packers win this by two scores. Yeah, I have two plays here, Minnie. I'm going to take – I'm going to tell you, obviously, I, I love this pick. I think it, it, it's going to be probably my second heaviest play of the week after Texans' money line. But I also love the over here as well, 43 and a half. I think that the Ravens are at least good for 21 points. Um, and if the Packers are winning by two touchdowns, which I also agree with you with, uh, Packers are putting up at least 30 points. So Ravens get two touchdowns, Packers put up 30 points over hits. So I'm going to be on the over here. I'm going to have them separate. And then I'm going to also do a same game parlay. I'm going to have uh, Devonte Adams anytime. And I'm going to have Packers minus five. And then I'm going to have the over as well for some added value, probably going to be around plus four or 30 something. It should be so nice pick mini. I love it. I'm telling you. I'm going to run with green Bay here too. I mean, Holy fuck. Are they cooking? I mean, they're on hot oil. They're like a train. I, I don't see anybody really stepping in front of green Bay and saying, Hey, look the fuck out here. Here it comes until Tampa Bay in the in late January in the NFC championship game. I mean, they're they're and they're not even healthy. They don't even have uh, Zadarius Smith. They don't have Bakhtiari back yet. And I mean, they no matter who they plug in, they get answers. Jai Alexander hasn't played. He's a top three corner in the league. Like when those guys get back, I, I think Alexander might be back this week, and that will even cause even more trouble for a potentially hobbled Lamar Jackson. So I, I love Green Bay here. God, do I fucking love Green Bay? I fucking love Green Bay. Green Bay is going to literally lick the dick cheese off of these fucking morons. It's going to be a blowout. Aaron Rodgers over passing yards. He's going to absolutely light them up. It's over with. Packers are going to win the NFC this year. Book it. He's going to beat Tom Brady. Prove everybody wrong. That he does not stink. And he's going to go back to Green Bay too. But give me the Packers. They're going to fucking absolutely blow them out. Okay, Minnie, we said it earlier. That was it for our locks of the week. Close us out, pal. The only thing that I want you to remember, you got it. Come on. Yep, yep. I see you looking at me. Come on. Only thing that you got to remember, okay? And you don't even have to say it because I'm going to say it right now. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at clutch underscore picks one. We post all of our picks there. Uh, Jay, I think this week we went positive too, right? I, th- I think we went three and two this week. So our percentage is going only going up. I think we're at like 63, 64, hovering around there. So be sure to follow us, get all your picks. Other than that, Minnie, this is your first one, you know, close us out, man. Have some fun. Close us out. Fuck Matt Nagy. Fuck the Panthers. Say whatever you got to say. Get, get anything off your chest. Yeah. Any friends you want to say to go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, the only thing I got to say is, uh, fuck the Panthers. Yes. Hate them, Cam Newton blows. Hopefully they lose by three scores. (laughs) Well, that's it for us, folks. Mick, nice job on your first show. Nico, be nice to have you back next week if your boss will quit calling you in. Like Corey mentioned, follow us on our social. And Chuck, whatever you got to add in. Nico, we're thinking about you, buddy. I know your pet ferret passed away this week. Uh, We're thinking about you. I'm sorry you couldn't be with us this week. I know your boss called you in this week, but, you know, prayers to you. I hope you get a new ferret. Yeah, sorry about days. your sorry about your uh, your ferret, Robbie. Um, it, it was it was terrible. Okay, um, okay. Goodbye, guys. Thanks. We'll talk to you next week. Sundays or Sundays. Bye bye. Good night.
Clutch Picks crew is not to be held responsible or liable for a loss of money, injury, or harm.